After months of delay, there were finally signs of optimism in talks in Vienna to restore constraints on Iran's nuclear program and bring the United States back into compliance with that agreement, the JCPOA. Diplomats are optimistic. I'm Joe Serencioni, a senior fellow at the Quincy Institute for Responsible Statecraft, and I'm talking with Dr. Asal Rod, the senior research fellow at the National Iranian American Council. Asal, you closely follow this. How does it look to you? I think there's reason to be optimistic, um, partially because I'm always cautiously optimistic, but also because we're actually seeing positive comments coming from basically every party, including the United States, which is is the most tempered by saying it's modest progress. But nonetheless, uh, the U.S. State Department is calling modest progress. You have France and uh, Russia talking about progress and optimism. Yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw, excuse me, I saw the French ambassador today said, quote, I remain convinced we can reach a deal. Bits, bits of progress have been made in the last few days, close quote. Absolutely. And that's because that's the case. We can, you know, this is not a situation in which, um, for instance, like we talk about this like notion of good faith, the Iranian side wants a deal, the American side wants a deal, everybody wants a deal mm -hmm. because they know it is the benefit of all to have one. And I think uh, one thing that I wanted to note in, as we're looking at the situation is how it's being framed sometimes is as if, you know, the U.S. is sort of waiting for Iran to do something. But if we want to make sure that this deal is restored, because it is absolutely to our benefit, the U.S. has agency. The Biden administration has agency to act. Uh, we can we can change the course of, of these events. And I think that has to be emphasized because the alternative is something that is so potentially detrimental. Well, I get asked this all the time when I do in interviews about this. What specifically do you think the U.S. could do to encourage pro further progress and bring this deal to a close? Well, one of the sticking points for Iran is that there should be some verification of sanctions relief, right? And that's a sort of reasonable thing to ask for. The deal uh, has a way of verifying Iran's compliance and of punishing Iran for not complying. But as we saw with what happened in 2018 with the Trump administration, there's no reciprocal mechanism within the deal that verifies that the sanctions are working or that does anything. There's no consequence for any other party sort of violating the deal. Right. You mean so and when so, the U.S. leaves, when the U.S. violates the deal, the U.S. doesn't get punished? That nothing happens. Essentially, nothing happens to anyone except Iran, which suffers through Iranian people, mm. essentially, who suffer through the sanctions. So to have a mechanism that verifies sanctions relief um, is a very reasonable uh, ask, especially within the context of the history that we've now witnessed. And so I think that is one sticking point. And I mean, in terms of trying to, I think even the language that we're using, there is a, a bit of posturing on the U.S. side, right? Like setting these sort of arbitrary deadlines Right now, you hear um, from the U.S. side, there's more talk of, you know, by the end of January, early February, if we don't have a deal, then, you know, the U.S. will leave the talks or the U.S. will will up pressure. But we've really been approaching it from a pressure only per, uh, approach. And so I do think, you know, one central thing that the U.S. could do that the Biden administration can do, and this is to help the global response to the pandemic is to offer some form of upfront sanctions relief that addresses specifically uh, humanitarian issues, which President Biden himself addressed last uh, in 2020 when uh, President Trump was still in power. You mean do that now, even before a final agreement is reached? Absolutely, because in reality, that should have nothing to do with the agreement, right? And that's precisely why uh, President Biden at the time, who was a candidate Biden, 
called for the Trump administration to take immediate steps to address um, the impediment of humanitarian aid and human not humanitarian aid, humanitarian goods into Iran, because that's a that's a global pandemic issue that's had nothing to do really with with the JCPOA itself. That's a moral and humanitarian issue, as President Biden himself stated. So so I think that that should be separated. And that is an act of good faith. And that can change the flow of things as well. But but really to change the language yeah. of the way that we're talking about. Right. It. And meanwhile, there were people actively rooting against agreement, against restoring this deal. Just today in the Wall Street Journal, we have an op-ed by uh, Mark Dubowitz and uh, Matt Kronig arguing that Biden has to go to war, that the, that the talks are faltering and that the only thing that we can do right now is not sanctions, but actually go to war, start bombing Iran to hold back the program. What do you think of of <laughs> I know what you think, but why don't you tell us what you think about their approach? I will bluntly say it's insane on its face. The fact that we just uh, went through a 20-year war with Afghanistan and saw the fallout of that war, um, the the devastation that was caused in 20 years and the devastation that's still being caused in its fallout and the fact that the Taliban took over um, so quickly, all of that should point to what the majority of Americans have repeatedly said, they do not want more war, no more endless war. And this is a bipartisan talking point. So the idea that we're even entertaining that is, is insane to me. But, and this is the most important point, remember that these same people have been advocating this for many, many years, predating the JCPOA. Yes. But now we know we have an alternative, and that is the deal, and we know that it works. So restoring that should be the goal. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Asal. Thanks for taking the time. Asal Rod with the National Iranian American Council. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Joe.